to our podcast, Zoomers, brought to you by Ethan and Anthony. And on this episode, we'll be talking to you about entering grade 12 and the second year of the IB program, the reopening of our school, and adjusting to online learning. Yeah, so let's get into it. Okay. Um, so first, so. yeah, back, back, back to school, grade 12, final year of high school. This is not how I thought it was going to go <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's very strange. I don't know how it's yeah. globally in other IB schools, but where we are at, what's essentially happened is COVID is still kind of strong in our community. Let's look up the case numbers Ooh. for today. Do 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 COVID nineteen. Couple hundred probably. Ontario. Um, no, that only gives me Canada. In Canada, we have seven hundred ninety three. And this news case reports 315, which is not that bad. Uh, let's go to United States. All right. For context, this is currently September 16th when we're recording this, and the U.S. is at 34,000 cases that day. So we're not hey? as bad as... Yeah, today. They have 34,000 today. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy in the U.S. They're, they're at... 6.63 million but to put that into perspective 1% of their population has it or has had it which is an extraordinary amount um, but regardless yeah. our, our uh, premier has decided rightfully so that they probably don't want a bunch of school children getting it um, and they have decided to do a hybrid model because it's not as bad as the U.S. And you know the U.S., even with those cases, have fully reopened in some states, which is crazy to me. But uh, I guess the United States is like that sometimes. Um, so in Canada, what's essentially going to have, essentially happening in Ontario at least, is it's a hybrid model where we go to school about half of the week and then the other half of the week we don't go to school and then when we're at school it's heavily monitored and very short it's only like three hours that day um so it's a very strange system i i at least find it strange um yeah um there's a school in our community that ha actually got a covid case already which is kind of crazy because it's been three days of school and we need to do everything we can, and if you look at the statistics, I'm looking at the old chart, and it's kind of sad. You have this little, we were down at like 200 consistently for a little while, and it just spiked back up for for school. So I'm no I'm no scientist, but uh, I see a trend over here. Yeah. That's at least is pretty low. Only nine people died of it compared to somewhere like the worldwide. About 4,000 died of it. So it's definitely still alive and kicking. Wait, how many current cases are there in Canada right now? Do you know? Um, In Canada, there have been 1,039 K cases. And there's 122,000. So you do some HL math and it's 17,000 active. At least that's what Google says. So there's 17,000 active cases, which is not that bad compared to some place like, you know, 
America. We're down there in America. Our neighbors. It doesn't even say <laughs> what. It's an interesting thing where people believe that a lot of it is kind of conspiracy. Yeah, it's, it's all a giant conspiracy and um, very odd. You know, globally, that Google says it's 29.7 million and 20.1 million recovered, so they're about. 9.6 million active cases, which is a hell of a lot. Um, but yeah, COVID, COVID is certainly crazy. Um, it's why we've had such a crazy year currently. It's screwed up quite a bit um, in terms of our grade 12 kind of experience because we're not going to do a lot of a lot of our subjects are going to be a lot more crammed, and it's going to be a lot harder to actually learn a lot of the subject material because we won't have classes, and marks and all that will be very, very strange as well. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing for marks. Uh, I think a lot of the teachers are still deciding and getting stuff together because of how last minute this was. Yeah, it's... Just to give you an example of how last minute it was, um, Sunday we got our schedules and we went to school that Monday. <laughs> but they only figured it out that Sunday. They were supposed to give us Friday and then delayed it. So that means they literally only figured it out that Sunday. They approved it then, which is... That's, that's quite last minute of them. Um, I think one of my biggest worries for Marks, though, is that They'll just give everyone like a super high mark, and so it'll just be a mess when it comes to applying to uni, because of online they can't really do more rigorous tests and stuff. Somewhere everyone's yeah. just gonna get like a hundred, and then what the hell are the unis gonna do then? You can't even differentiate yourself with extracurriculars because everything's closed, so you can't really have yeah. much. It's, it's it's a real mess. I don't know how it's going to go down, especially with uni. Well, we're in IB, so I guess that's an advantage. Yeah, out of curiosity, uh, for if COVID-19 is still around, I guess still active into like next summer, think you will it ever take a, like a gap year. If it's active to next summer. No, here's the thing, alright? We're, we're at our phase in our life. Like, this is probably one of the times, sorry, that uh, a global pandemic could have happened because this is like the pivotal moment in our lives because this is where we decided like what we're going to do for the rest of it. And to have a global pandemic yeah. and have just go in and be like, uh, well, everything is more uncertain than ever. Like, like you you know, when you talk to, to older people, you know, they talk about how uncertain they were because they didn't really know what they're going to do in the future and they, they were struggling with it. Well, well, now we don't even know if, if like, in two years from now we're all not all gonna be just banging sticks and trying to scavenge for food in some sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland. So, how the hell are we supposed to figure yeah. out what we want to do with our life? So, that's a really good question. Gap years, because if 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 universe like university right now is literally a scam. Like, there's no way around it. If you paid money to go to university right now, all you're paying for is like like a a 
like a YouTube video, you're paying for like a one of the most overpriced YouTube videos you can. A ten thousand dollar YouTube video, which I'm sure I'm sure it's better than than other YouTube videos, but it's still it's still just a YouTube video. But like at the same time, what the hell are you supposed to do? Because how are you supposed to know anything? Like how are you supposed to get a job or something? It's very strange. Are you gonna take a gap year? Probably not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so Wait, either. How about you? Yeah, I guess I didn't really answer that question. I don't know, cause here's the thing. I, like, if you were have told me that I would even consider taking a gap year, I would have said, Nah, what? You're crazy. I would just want to try entering a, the workforce and getting a good job as soon as possible. But now it's like, do I need university to get a good job? Because like, it's four years of my life. Just yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I hope people will wise up. If it goes till tomorrow summer, I I think um I'm just not gonna be in quarantine anymore. Like a whole more than a year, honestly. Like if we have a one year anniversary of quarantine, that's where I say I give up and then just start living life as normal because um that's way too long. That's essentially a lost year of my life and a pivotal one too. Goddamn. It really sucks. Um, yeah. Came at a really bad time in our lives. Yeah, honestly, like, if this was younger, like, I, I, I usually just, like, sat home, played video games, and did school every once in a while when I was younger, but now I was actually, you know, going out doing things, trying to figure things out, and then this hits, and then what am I supposed to do? Become, like, a 10-year-old again and just stay home and play video games? Like, there's, there's nothing else for me to do. It was... I certainly didn't enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Do you think university is worth it now? Uh. Hmm. Good. It's a good question. I th I personally think it's still worth it. Mainly just because of the value of the, of uh the degree in the end. And. But in our current times, I think. Take a gap year would still be very reasonable, especially if, like, a vaccine is eventually coming. Hmm. I don't know. What would you do in such a gap year? Like, I also believe that university is is most likely the way to go because, as you said, the the degree. But by going to university, you're missing on on like taking like some sort of gap year. What would you do in that gap year? Like, probably just. I don't know become better a better I don't know better yourself become a better human what is that supposed to mean like at that point like think about it by the time you take a gap here you're essentially a legal adult at that point like you have to start you know doing something you can't just <laughs> better yourself um mm, yeah I don't know. It's it's very very strange. What what degree do you want to go into again? You probably said this before, but I'm. Uh, I don't think I said it before. But I'm not exactly sure. Exactly sure. Maybe maybe business yeah, or finance know. or economics around there. Hmm. I see. You want to go in business? Are you enjoying economics? Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. Even though, you know. Um. <laughs> COVID didn't do you any favors. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can you... 
I think I think what a lot of people have to start asking themselves is is it worth it? Can you can you get a good job inside of a of a field that normally requires you have a degree? Like will will these fields realize that university is just becoming less and less valuable? And will they start accepting people who just who who have learned stuff but are willing to just go straight into hands-on and kind of um, get a job like that? It's it's a crazy idea, but I don't know if people yeah. and and fields are willing to do that. Like, do you think it's possible, like next year, to just not go to uni and try and get a job as some sort of financial assistant or advisor or something. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, not sure. I don't, I don't think it'll be possible to get into like a really good p- position immediately, like automatically instantly become, become a financial advisor. But to like, but to do, um, uh, I guess smaller tasks in, uh, big big businesses as, as like a starter job and work your way up the ranks i think that is a possibility yeah because that but the thing is in those four years that you could be working for that company would you be gaining more than you would at university and you have to account for the fact that you're paying a lot for university and whether or not the yeah. If you could just climb up the ranks, can you do that in four years if you're just as committed as you would be to something like university? And I don't know. The answer is no one. No one's just gonna answer that. We just yeah. It's it's the job market and all that is very difficult to kind of wrap your head around because if you knew all these questions, then uh, you can make a lot more money than you could in the job market. Um, okay. okay, so um, now I think we, we can go on to topic two. And topic two is what is our opinions of online learning and how our school handled it? So, Ethan, what do you think? I like online learning to an extent. When you combine it with um, physical in-person learning, I think I think it works really well. And I don't really have any problems with it. I never know what you're gonna say. <laughs> what? Wait, you have no problems with it? You think it's a perfect system? Wait, what? No, no, no. Wait, wait, no, no. Are you talking about the quadmaster? Because you're talking about the quadmaster. No, I'm talking about how they set it up. Yes, no, I'm talking about the entire system. The way they set quadmasters is part of the system they've done. Alright? So you think oh, quadmasters, well, social learning, the fact that we leave at 11, you think all of that is, is the best thing they could have done. They're geniuses. You're like... They combined the two the best worlds. Had it, I think they could have done better, maybe. But I think it's, it's pretty good. Except for Quadmaster, I don't know the thought of that. What's your problem with Quadmaster? Is that like a, a crucial part of this whole plan? I think it's too rushed. I don't, I don't, but I don't know how to unrush it or like reasonably stretch it out without. So, uh, Exposing too many different students to to each other. Okay. Well, I completely disagree with Ethan. Well, I agree with him with that point, but 
the fact that this is the best thing ever and this is like the best of both worlds i completely i think i think they they managed to take like some good stuff but like they managed to to have both the bad of the online learning and the bad of the uh in class classroom like i i think it's i honestly think they they could have done something where either it was always in class or it was always online because now i'm essentially when i go to school i'm i think i'm getting the same amount of exposure to covid as i would if i was just fully in class and because i have to leave halfway through the day at 11 i don't get as much instructional time as i would if it was full time like in school so i feel like they kind of did like a wishy-washy method where they were like oh we'll do both and it'll work out fine that what you ended up having was a system that i think just combines a lot of the both the worst of both worlds um because hmm. i think it would have been better actually i don't know why i think this is where we disagreed i think it would have been better if we did it all online i could have done that it would have made sense i would have known exactly what i was expecting or they could have done all all in school and that's what i've been doing for two years so i would of course understand what's going on and of course we'd have precautions and we could even have cohorts. One person come in the afternoon. One person can come in the evening. Um, no, in in the morning. But the way they did it, where they did some sort of complicated mixture, I think I think here's Weird. essentially what they did. Just so the the listener understands and why I think it's very confusing and very strange. They you go to school in an alternating pattern so you only have one subject every day and that subject's two hours so the first day is let's say um tok then the second day is um chemistry then the next day is tok and then the last two days of the week thursdays and fridays you stay home that's essentially what they did but it's confusing because sometimes you have to stay at home wednesday and sometimes you have TOK on Monday instead of chemistry, and sometimes you have chemistry on Monday, and then you essentially get this confusing mess where you have no idea what's going on. You leave halfway to the school, and you think school's done, and then they just kind of call you on, on Microsoft Teams, and you're like, oh, okay. It's it's mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best system, but Ethan, why do, why, why, why do you think so strongly that this is a a pretty good system. Well, okay, so their goal is to limit the spread, obviously. Yes. And by, and to limit the spread, they need to limit the amount of students, uh, the amount of students, amount of interactions between uh, students and teachers. So, one period a day, it's, it's reasonable, that you go to, and then in the afternoon, you go online, it's hybrid learning. And I guess you 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 could have selected the only online learning. That was an option. Wait, wait. Well, how come you you didn't do that? Oh, okay. Well, well, that that's a different problem because um that that opens in a completely different pack of worms. Oh because... yeah, wait. I I, I can't do that. <laughs> yes, Forgot. we we weren't even allowed to do that if you wanted to say an IV. That's that's because they couldn't get all the teachers to do online learning and. I, I completely agree that 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 is like there is no way they could do IB online and hybrid. 
but then yeah. why give the option? I don't know. It's it's very strange. Yeah, but overall, I think it's very solid. It's just, you know, and you know, it's it's just. Okay, I get what you mean. Like they they simple. they did pretty efficiently. Like, ideally, you'd only see ten people, like a day, and those are the people in the classroom. But functionally, you see every single kid in the hallways. At least that's what it feels like. Because true, yeah, you just walk on the hallways, and you're not gonna wait five minutes as like a hundred kids just pass by you so you can socially distance like two meters away from the last kid it it doesn't work like that um entry exit when i want to get to the parking lot to wait for my uh mother i have to wait in an intersection and where am i supposed to wait in an intersection while 50 kids pile up it's that's what I that's what yeah. I mean when it's not really limiting my exposure that much like I I do think it's not the best system it's it's I don't I don't think well, like I, at least they've tried uh, like they, they tried to stagger the the exiting of students out of the school so it limits it limits interaction but yeah Still, like, how many, how many kids? 700 per yeah. cohort? Yeah, we're 700 per cohort. I see at least 100 kids a day, like, pass by. Like, if yeah. one of them coughed at the wrong time, I would get COVID. <laughs> but I think that's a general trend I'm seeing with COVID, and it's something that slightly irks me. I don't... I get why it's it's done and why it happens, but it's this kind of, like, security theater that goes on with COVID in a lot of places where, like, they, they put in precautions, but Honestly, it's like I'm gonna get exposed anyways when I step out of this yeah. place. Like sometimes, well, um, like here's I I went to a restaurant recently, um, to celebrate one of my friend's birthday, and we went there. We had a mask on while we were entering the restaurant, and as soon as we sat down, um, we realized we had to eat the food, so we took the mask off. Like, what was the point of coming with the mask if if like two seconds later like all we did was sit down we're in the same place we take off our masks like what's the point with that because it doesn't really affect anything if we have our masks standing up well i guess it could limit the spread of aerosols which may contain the virus yeah but like you take it off as soon as you sit down yeah, but at least you won't be spreading it near the entrance. But at that point, like, you're, you're sitting down, and if there's something near the entrance, then there's probably something near you, right? Like, you're probably breathing in something. I'm not saying to, yeah, like, but... go into a restaurant and just not wear a mask. Like, I think, yeah, sure, just wear a mask. But I still think it's... It's... It's, it's not as proof as some people just believe it to be um yeah you can't just it's it's i think it's still a lot of security theater like um hand sanitizer too like what like when i'm leaving the classroom i have to put on hand sanitizer why do i have to put on hand sanitizer when i leave the classroom because if there's covid in the classroom and i've been there for three hours i don't think 
I'm gonna. It's gonna help me if I wash mm. my hands now. Um. Yeah, that's just. I get why they do it. It, it. it gives you some sort of security, but I just think that's not a good like excuse to hide behind that. Like, oh, this is. It makes people feel safe. Like, I'd rather more robust methods. So... Or nothing at Wait, what all. What do you mean by robust? I'd rather have something like, you know, you just don't show up to school or you have, I don't know, you have to bring some sort of, I don't know, like a, like a shield or something. I don't know. Or they actually stagger entry where it's one kid at a time, like one kid in each classroom at a time or something like that. Because now yeah. it's just slightly annoying. Like, we leave five kids at a time. That's another thing. Like... So we're ten in the classroom, and essentially the idea is half of us leave school at the same time. But that's still like, <laughs> like at that point, why don't like why spend two minutes? Like I'd rather spend ten minutes having one by one. Like if you're in a class of ten, one person goes at that, and then we'd all leave instead of just four hundred kids sleeping at a time. Or we just all go at the same time because it doesn't really matter at that point. I don't know. That's just that's just yeah. my view. I'm pretty sure most of this is is horribly wrong and horribly biased towards some sort of viewpoint. But um, that's just what I feel like. Um, I I don't think you should violate these safety laws even if they are just security theater, because I do believe they. They do do something. I'm not saying they don't do anything, but they I don't think they do enough or they in, inconvenience in such a way that it's not even worth it. But still follow them. Yeah. Talked about that. I think there are, there, there are some problems. Like the quadmaster and the cohort. I'm not too fond of the cohorts and how they made it like a... It's like the first half of the week, B gets the second half, then alternating Wednesdays. And uh, Quadmaster, I feel like I feel like it's a lot of material, especially for IB, to get through in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I'm I'm kind of fine with going home for the second half of the day, doing an online online learning, and uh, the beginning of the day. That's that's fine too. I don't really have much problem with that. Yeah, I don't have much problem with that either. It's just I feel like they probably should have just communicated how the online section would work better and kind of had some sort of standard because well, I have two teachers oh, yeah. and they both do. And the study hall. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a good one. We have something called study hall, which lasts an hour from um, what was it? Eleven forty-seven to twelve forty-five. Oh, eleven forty-five. Oh, so yeah, it's eleven forty-five to. Um, like one something um and no one knows <laughs> why that exists <laughs> all the teachers are like they didn't tell us what to do here so we're gonna do nothing uh you can call me if you need me i guess <laughs> it's it's very strange um you yeah. think they would have kind of thought of something i think there needed to be a better plan. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But there... I think the plan was a little rushed, and yeah. it could be refined. Yeah, there's no other way to go around it. Just, 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 these guys, the guys just needed a better plan. Well, 
the plan is okay, but it's it's obvious that it wasn't the the best. Now we're gonna be talking about adjusting to working at home. How do you feel about that, Anthony? Um, so working at home, especially with the the split, it's like a sudden shock. Bam, no more. You're at home, and it's and it's incredibly hard to to kind of picture yourself at school after you've gone to school and come back home because you've learned yeah. for 15 years like whatever long 10 years probably no it'd be 12 yeah cuz yeah grade 12 yeah it'd be 12 years it'd be 12 years of our life we've learned um that that you go to school and once you come back home you can chill but now it's you go to school and you come back home and then you're still it's at school hall. <laughs> study hall yeah <laughs> um so it's 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 very difficult. I found something that worked to me is when I literally cannot study. I usually just find some sort of other place and study there. Um, but that's getting harder and harder because the weather's getting worse and worse, and I usually like to study outside. So yeah, it's not the best in that regard. I don't know where exactly to study apart from my room. And I think that's probably better if I don't just study in my room. Regardless, it it's not like that terrible. Like there's you definitely I think one of the benefits is you have a lot more time. Um, which can go both ways. Um, considering you you have a lot more time to just not work. <laughs> but because you have a lot more time, you can actually study a lot. And I think. Uh, a real pro tip, and I think one of the only things you can do um, when it's going to be, especially during winter time, when it's going to be terrible, and um, you're just going to have to stay bundled up at home, trying to do your best to work, is to just get some sort of study partner, just just to to work on a subject, work together, because without mm. that, like make it feel a bit more like school. Because without that, then you just kind of you you. If you don't do that, if you don't talk to someone, then it's quite possible you, you can go like six months without talking to anyone apart from like casually high in the hallways because you can't talk in class and there's no talking online. Um, so I think that's it's a good idea to just try and find some sort of study buddy, especially now to just kind of work through um, the the content, especially during study hall and the like because... <laughs> you do something during study hall. What about you? How are you adjusting to it? What are you doing to kind of prepare? Uh, I don't know. So far, it's been pretty difficult. Uh, working from home, especially like as you mentioned, we're so used to just going to school and learning at school, then going home and just relaxing before you like do homework. Now you leave school and enter school at home. I also find it very difficult to like stay focused uh, during like the meetings. Oh yeah, that's and true. just to be be productive in general. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should. How do you do the Zoom meetings? The Zoom meetings are 
it's horrible to try and pay attention. Like I don't know what they're expecting yeah. from us. Like I don't I don't think this is a secret or anything. It's it's incredibly <laughs> difficult to pay attention to something when you're watching yep. just like on your computer screen. It's it's yeah. Like going from school being able to like focus, pay attention, take down notes, learn from your teacher it's it's so helpful. And then when you go directly home to the Zoom meeting, it's such a big difference and a big shock. Yeah, that's something I didn't think about because you, you get conditioned to um to kind of you, you to, to, to pay attention to the teacher at school like half a day and then you just get completely mm-hmm. shocked. Just another reason why this system is is not the best. Um yeah. yeah. You get determined and focused students. I don't think it'll be a problem, like go, learning online. Yeah, that's. Would you be more focused? Is that what you're asking? Like, if you would be more focused, if no, no, like intrinsic students, just like students who just flow and just work. Oh, you it'll think be like a lot easier, easier for them. Oh, you think like for some people this makes more sense because they have some sort of intrinsic kind of. I don't know, ability to do online? Is that yeah. what you're... I don't think people mm-hmm. like those exist. Like, truthfully, I... I don't think there exists some sort of, like, electro kid who can just... who finds online better than in person. I don't think... I don't think there's a single person who has the, the self-constraint to just sit, like, politely on a chair like they do at school and pay attention. I think... They're expecting a lot from people, and I think what's scary, like what's really scary to me at least, is that, like, not to do like the 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 IB superiority thing. I don't think we're superior in any way, but I do think we are generally better at academics. I think that is why we have found ourselves in this program. Um, I don't want to open the can can that can of worms as you know, are we really or whatever? But I think in general. We are more academically focused. I think that's a better word. We're not academically better. We're more academically focused. Okay. How bad it is for for others. Like, I they expect this from from everyone in our school community. And, and I don't think a lot of them are as academically driven as us. And... I, I I think it's it's gonna be crazy what happens. I I think a lot of information is just not gonna be retained. Um, yeah. And it's gonna cause a very strange um, university kind of um, year. Experience. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Because I'm sure we'll we'll have to deal with the repercussions of that. I think there's gonna be a lot more reviewing if we go to university. On, on content we should mm-hmm. have covered and all that because I don't think a lot of people will retain the knowledge. I think they'll they'll be able to do the assignments, but I don't think it'll, it'll be a lot like you know how you have some test where like you just you just kind of study the day before and then just forget everything after. I think a lot of people will just start doing that. I hope I don't do that, but. I think that'll that'll happen a lot just because it'll be very hard to just kind of retain a lot of this knowledge beforehand. It'll be very um, kind of interesting, I guess, to see what happens because of that. 
Do you have any more yeah. tips and tricks? I think I, I forgot to mention about the cohorts and how it's divided. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very weird how cohort A just learns everything before cohort B. That's not then how I you sometimes it. have the since you sometimes have the online classes where cohort A is ahead of B. You have to kind of kind of like do a, like a review ish. I I I I think the cohort system is actually one of the better ideas that they implemented. Seriously? Yeah, I think it was a it was a good idea. It was a great way to limit it because the only essentially what it puts I think it's a great idea for us because we don't have to do any work because of that, but I think it makes the teachers do double the amount of work essentially because they have double the amount of students to teach. But so far the the teacher has been pretty good at keeping everyone up to date. Like whenever we do something in class, Cohort B does it. The next, um, the the next uh, time or like the next uh, online meeting, they they do it. The online meeting. So I think it's mm -hmm. completely fine um, that they do it like that. I don't see much of an issue with how it was set up in that regard. Um, just that if the teachers aren't complaining, then I'm happy, essentially, because this makes it better for the students and worse for the teachers, so. Okay, and right now we have Ben from our school, and he's going to be giving us his opinions on online learning and the cohort system. Yay, it's a surprise. Okay, Ben, so what do you think of online learning? How, how has it been working out for you? Well, personally, like my experiences with it, I find it's a bit hard. I get, honestly, personally, I get distracted really easily at home. And like, I feel like the school environment is easier for me to do work because there's like nothing else around you to distract you. You can focus on it. And like, I understand like the appeal of online learning as well because like you're just comfortable when you're learning. I know some people do like that, but I personally don't think it's for me. Do you believe that there are people who who are more comfortable with online learning? Like Definitely, what, yes. Really? And why do you think that? Like, like uh, I think there's like tons of types of people that like learn in different ways. For me, it's more like I need more of a visual learning, and I need feedback when I ask questions. Usually, in an online uh, learning setting, it's kind of hard to ask questions one at a time. So, like. I don't know, it's just me when you're in a meeting with your teacher in an online classroom. Like, sometimes you'll just unmute and then try to say something. Some Someone else says something at the exact same time, and you're just, like, awkward. Who's going to say what first? <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you yeah. believe there are people who have that kind of, um, what is the word for it, motivation to just not get distracted at home? Yeah, definitely. There are always people like that. Like, for one, I, I'm pretty sure... He's one of those people that can, like, he can just sit down and work at home for, like, hours. But, like, personally, I'm not one of those people. Oh, I see. Like, there's always, like, the difference between, like, yeah, learning and actually understanding via just listening to the, the presentation and then trying to absorb everything as, like, straight-up information and not understanding the meaning behind it. That's why I think also it's better to ask, like, it's easier, like, in those situations, you want to ask questions, get clarity. Yeah, but, but it's harder now. Yeah, it's harder, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. it's more, it's, like, more fluid if you meet your teacher face-to-face -face and then just ask them the question. Mm-hmm. 
So, Ben, what cohort were you in? I'm in cohort A because my last name is, starts with a C. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so you've also been to school and you've had both experiences. All right, and how yeah. are you finding the in-class, like the shift from in-class to online in class, in those days? In-class, I, I feel like the only thing that changes is that there's not, like, there's not a lot of time. Well, in, in terms of, like, like um, comparing it to a period, it's way longer. But as, like, the teachers have probably told us at the orientation, that the amount of hours and minutes is going to be way less than an actual school year. So I feel like the, you have to rush it. And it definitely does feel rushed because there's not a lot. The teachers aren't taking too, too much time going into, into, into like, into details, like, very far details like if and once they've done a topic they immediately move on to the next one so there's no like gap in between for like questions asking unless like well Svistovich, like my chem teacher which i have he's pretty cool with that you can ask questions in the middle of lessons but like i'm pretty sure other teachers would uh, like teachers themselves are stressed out to try and teach the whole curriculum is what i think so teachers that um, teachers that would offer um, like just a time to ask questions probably won't and move on to the next uh, topic. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard because they have to teach double because of the cohorts. <laughs> yeah, and like the schedule itself is super confusing. It's, it's just an odd schedule. Uh, ben, regarding university, do you think you might take a gap year? If COVID nineteen is still around in the summer, I'm not sure. Um, regarding universities, I've been I I personally have been looking into them, and I don't know what to do. Perfectly honest, like I have no idea what to do. But, yeah. What degree I'm, do you want to go into? Um, pardon? What degree do you want to go into? Thinking like health sciences, things like that, around that area. And do you think going to um, a university will add value uh, for that profession as opposed to just starting off as like a, I don't know, a health assistant to the assistant at some sort of um, health science firm? Honestly, I think that universities, um, depending on the course you take, actually do offer that, where you take internships at actual labs or like facilities. If I think I don't I don't know this for sure, but I think I've heard it before. Yeah, but what's stopping you from just going and becoming the assistant of an assistant, or just like some sort of data monkey to just like input data um, and then try to work? First of all, in, uh, in first of all, in university, you, you make a lot of like um, you make a lot of connections. That's what I think, and so. If you have like a good track record in university, then you're most likely going to be picked when like people are looking for assistance in, in facilities. So I feel like going to a university will definitely like raise your chances at getting an internship and an actual like lab, and also that'll look really good on your resume when you actually get out of university. Um, not really. All right, you you've been a Please. wonderful guest. Okay, thanks for having me. Yeah. Wait, uh, I don't think our viewers know this, but now this, we used to do our podcast in person, 
but now we're just doing this online on Discord. You can probably already tell that. Yeah, it's not the best. Um, this is one. Of, this is one of the things that COVID has hit hardest. It's so sad. Yeah, I know. But I, I feel like it's more convenient than going in person. Well, of course, but I lose so much. No, this is actually kind of bad. Not gonna lie, I really enjoyed. Mm. Like no, because it's different if I see you across from you. I don't know. It's 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 different. I don't know. I feel like it's 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 a more lighthearted, funnier show. I feel like COVID also yeah. doesn't make it very light, light and and friendly. When it's like, oh, let's talk about this global pandemic that's killing tons of people, and how it affects our lives. Oh boy. Yeah, I think there's a lot less humor because of that. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. And on top but of that, we also could get we can get more people on the podcast. That's true, Discord. yeah, because we can just ask. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is one benefit of this because, for example, Ben, we, we just thought maybe we should have someone to give their other opinion. We didn't actually start with any guests in mind. I just messaged him and he came on. So thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that is one benefit. But another, another con, a pretty big con, is that I'm very rambly. <laughs> Probably yeah, been a lot more rambly this this episode but i think i never realized this but i'm I'm connecting that's now but i think the reason i don't i'm not so rambly other times i'm still pretty rambly is because there's some body language like i can see when you want to say something but here i don't know when you want to say something i don't know when to to stop or put pauses because i don't know mm. I, I all i see is your brick like just a brick i don't know when <laughs> when you want to say something when you're I don't want to do video call because that's that's stupid. I'm not going to do a video call um, because that's even worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh whenever I see you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I apologize to, to the viewers that they had to hear so much. I apologize most of all to Ethan. Um, no, no, it's okay. so much. No, because I don't. I just don't know when to stop. Like, <laughs> no, because I just I don't I don't want the the podcast to just be dry air, right? But I don't know when you want yeah. to say something. That's the power of editing. You can just edit edit it out. I can edit out the dry air. No, but like yeah. then the energy's gone. I don't know. I feel like if you have dry air, then then the energy isn't as fun or like as mm. good because then it's just. That feels forced if there's dry air because it is forced because someone's trying to say something. Give her the dry air. Yeah. Whenever I take pauses, it's usually because, like, I want like I I I can probably just talk for for ten hours just connecting random dots. <laughs> but as soon as I stop, I have to pick up from where I left off. I think that that is one big issue with all these Zoom calls for me at least is that yeah. I don't know when to stop talking. And I don't know when to start talking. And those are the two biggest problems I have. I've had that problem even in real life, but on electronically, that it's impossible. This has been Zoomers, brought to you by Ethan and Anthony, featuring surprise guest Ben. Turning off.